Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Down goes Fraser. Down goes Fraser. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. morning those of you already on facebook live the millions obviously listening around the world on blog talk radio live from hollywood california i'm alistair conrath and this is tough love hopefully everybody's having a good sunday morning a shout out to all my jewish friends uh happy hanukkah which starts tonight uh hopefully you have a great eight days (laughs) i think that's how long it is i should know this uh anyway holy hannah a lot to get to. Seriously. Uh, happy December. The time is right for New England. Uh, as a Vikings fan, uh, you know, it's not, not the best time to go to Foxborough. Uh, the Patriots are 50 and 4. I'm pretty sure I saw that stat right. 50 and 4 at home in December uh, under Brady and Belichick. So. <laughs> Vikings got their work cut out for him today. I will get to that. Uh, as is just starting on ESPN right now, college football playoff reveal. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I feel as though it's supposed to be the best four teams. I, I want to believe that's how they do this. Uh, so, therefore, in my opinion, feel like Georgia, after watching them yesterday against the best team in the country, Alabama belongs. I do believe that Ohio State, no offense to you, but you lost by 22 or 29 points at Purdue, 6-6 six and six Purdue. You're out. To me, you're out. Oklahoma, you're good. Kyler Murray is possibly overtaking Tua for Heisman, and he is uh, lights out, but Oklahoma is terrible on defense, and I think they would get run out by Alabama or Clemson. Notre Dame is bullshit. They sat on their couch yesterday while other teams had to play in a championship, a conference championship game. Granted, you're undefeated. You, you possibly belong. I still don't agree with the fact that they're an independent. It's all about money. I get it. But basketball, they play in the ACC. They should be in a conference, so they have to do what everybody else in a power five has to do and play in a conference championship for them to sit on their ass at home is bullshit. And everybody knows it. So that 
last spot will go to either Oklahoma or Ohio State because, heaven forbid, somebody looks at Georgia and says, oh, you lost to LSU and Alabama. You're not good enough. Um, I, I mean, after seeing Jake Fromm yesterday, who, by the way, is going to be a fantastic NFL quarterback, it's hard for me to say Ohio State or Oklahoma is better than Georgia. Georgia, unfortunately, has to play you know, a really hard conference, and it, just, it is what it is. Uh, so that is going to be revealed shortly. Um, you know, in Alabama, whoever, well, I guess I shouldn't say that Georgia or Oklahoma, or I'm sorry, Ohio state or Oklahoma versus Alabama in that first game, it'll be Clemson and Notre Dame. Uh, so I guess we'll find out. Uh, but that Alabama Georgia game yesterday was incredible. Uh, such a role reversal, by the way, of like last year's championship game and how Tua came in to replace Hertz at halftime leads them back against Georgia and ends up, you know, winning Dino. I love you back winning the championship and uh, Tua obviously gets a starting job. And then yesterday Tua goes down via injury. Hertz comes in and does exactly what Tua did last year in the championship game. It's incredible. Think of back in 2001. When Tom Brady obviously supplanted Drew, Blood, Drew Bledsoe. But in the playoffs that year, people forget Brady went down. Bledsoe came in in the divisional round and won that game for the Patriots, only to have Brady come back the next week and start in the AFC Championship game against the Raiders, the whole tuck rule game. We know how that ends. Tua will start next week or whenever the college football play. And say next week, whenever that starts, a month from now or the end of the month, whatever. I think it's New Year's Eve. Tua will start. And so it's it, the two dynamics yesterday that happened were incredible of how it was a role reversal from last year. And then you can hearken back to 2001 and see how, how it, it manifests exactly like that because Tua will start again. It's not Hurts' job, just like it wasn't Bledsoe's job anymore. Um, the one thing about that game yesterday – that fake punt that lost the game, aside from that, that missed 30-yard field goal, too, that went wide left. I text my buddies a couple times, and I just kept all caps, wide left, wide left. That was a momentum changer, and that let Alabama back in the game. But none so massive as that fake punt. You had the opportunity, you know, even if it was at the 20. That's a 30-yard difference, and, you know, I mean – it's a lot easier psychologically to start at another team's 20-yard line instead of the 50 and, uh, and, and, and not let them, you know, it's just a mental, it's a mental thing. And Kirby Smart out, outsmart, outsmarted Kirby Smart yesterday. Um, but game, Georgia fans have just got to be sick today. And the best thing that would have happened yesterday would Georgia – have been Georgia winning, so it would have been Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, because those are the best four by far. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen, so you're going to have Oklahoma or Ohio State, and uh, that's what it is. By the way, Haskins, Ohio State quarterback, great year. He's Cardale Jones. He's Cardale Jones. There is what? 
why am I the only one who sees these things? You know, everybody's like, oh, he's so good. He's going to be a great pro. It's like he's Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones did the same fucking thing. Same thing. You know, I mean, whatever. We'll see. Um, By the way, two things real quick on college football before I move to the pro game. Kyler Murray, speaking of Oklahoma, this is how messed up and jacked the NCAA is. If you are on scholarship, any college sport, not just football and basketball, if you are on on scholarship, you are not allowed to get a job in college. That's just the way it's set up. You get free food, you get free room and board, you get free education, and they're in that. They say that's enough. Um, And so you can't even get a job at McDonald's. Kyler Murray got drafted the ninth overall pick by the Oakland A's, signed a $4.5 million signing bonus and is allowed to play college football still. Do you see how that, that like, isn't right? That's not, that's not fair. Like, this guy is driving to class in a fucking Bentley when the other kids are figuring out how they're going to, like, buy a drink at the bar you know or do anything it's it's so wrong insane and then the NCAA doesn't let them sell a jersey that they had heaven for fucking bid they sell something that they wore in a game here's my left shoe and you get you get put on probation you get I mean it's it is unbelievable this kid just signed Four and a half million dollars, and he's playing quarterback at a college. Yet you are—you can't have a job on scholarship. It's just—it's shocking, unfair. Uh, and so I just—I had to make mention of that. It's just crazy. Uh, lastly, shout out to Central Florida, UCF. You're on a 25-game win streak. Good for you. That is very impressive. You came back against the stalwart Memphis football team yesterday in your championship game and it came back to win the game with your star quarterback out back up in and and it had a valiant comeback can we please stop trying to make excuses for them to be in the final four you know i mean i love their story i get it they're they're doing good things but they play in a conference that is not a power five. Just think about one game scenario is a lot different. You got March madness, but doing it two times in a row, like they would have to do in the four. And imagine if they were the four and they had to play Alabama. Granted, there's only one or two teams, in my opinion, Georgia and Clemson that even have a chance at Alabama. Georgia showed it yesterday, but imagine if central Florida had to play Alabama or or Clemson for that fact. Central Florida might have a chance at Notre Dame, and I'm selling Notre Dame short on that. I know my cousin Scott would shoot me if he heard me saying this because he's such a a, a fighting Irish fan. But that's just the – imagine if they had to play in the Big Ten or if they had to play in the SEC. Shit. Even the Big 12 or the Pac-12, Central Florida plays talent that they are better than, 
But if they were to play in the SEC, they would be lucky to be 500. Please stop trying to include them in the big four. Did Ohio State? Oh, no. Okay, they haven't announced it yet. So, okay. With that said, they're still waiting, I guess. Uh, Last night, the fight, Wilder and Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. uh, You know, you guys know me. I'm a big boxing fan. And I was, you know, it's always... It was a good fight. It really was. It was a good fight. I hate a draw. God damn it, I hate a draw. I mean, granted, they're going to have a rematch. And you know what? It's going to be good. Tyson Fury is a good boxer. But Wilder knocked him down twice. Once in the ninth, once in the twelfth. I don't know how he got up in the twelfth, because that was a one-two for the ages. But he, he got knocked down twice. So everybody's complaining about this 115-111 scorecard for Wilder. And I'm like, if the rest of the fight was even, Wilder would win by four, 10-8 rounds. If everything else was even. So how is that scorecard bad? I don't understand. Like, Fury boxed really well, and that's exactly what I thought would happen. It's exactly what I told everybody. Listen, is... Fury will outbox Wilder. There's no doubt about it. Wilder throws the most ridiculous haymakers. It's insane. It's just, it's insane. I, he like does hammer throws sometimes instead of like haymakers even. It's, it's crazy to watch. But Wilder won the fight. If every, Allison, so good to see you. Oh, if everything's equal, my girlfriend is in uh, on Facebook right now. Good morning, babe. Uh, if everything is equal, the rest of the fight, like I say, Wilder knocked him down twice. How does he not win the fight? That, that means you are giving Fury seven rounds. Five, which I can, not, not even, you're giving him eight. You're giving him eight rounds, which I, I don't see that. I, I just don't see it. So it ends in a draw. I hate draws. Damn it, I hate draws. Uh, but it did, and, you know, that's, it is what it is. Uh, so, you know, move on, move forward. But, you know, and they'll have the rematch and whatever. Um, Deontay Wilder, I still would like to see him against Joshua. I will say this. Fury has such a, a interesting motion about him. His movements are very confusing. I can see how somebody would kind of be thrown off base. Wilder admitted he was uncomfortable. And that's because Fury's a fucking weirdo. And in the ring, he's weird. And he's like hitting himself in the face. And he's doing, he's got great head movement. He, for, he's 6'8". The guy is 6'8". And like, you know, <laughs> Marty, thank you. I appreciate that. Trust me, I really do. And I really wish I was on ESPN. <laughs> but the guy's 6'8", and has like light feet. It's impressive to see. And he confused the hell out of Wilder. I would, you know, I, I would like to see a little round robin, if you will. I'd love to see Wilder, Joshua, and Fury in like a, a three-man round robin. That'd be great. The first person to two losses is out, just like any round robin. First person to two losses is out, and you move on. I think that would be so great for boxing, and it would be so good because the fight yesterday was 
super close. I can see it being a draw if there wasn't two fucking knockdowns for Wilder. Like, I, yeah, whatever. So, uh, that's, uh, that's my take on that fight. It was, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. Um, obviously, two, two really, really big games today in the NFL. Oh, I, I guess I should start. Maybe I should start with this. I'll, I'll, I'll start with the controversy, and then I'll move into the actual game. Uh, but Ka- Kareem Hunt, I mean, this is massive, right? This is a huge blow to Kansas City, or at least it seems as much on the surface, because Kareem Hunt is arguably right now a top five back. And he, you know, is an idiot, can't control his emotions, hits a woman. Like, I'm, I have a hard time controlling my emotions, but I've never, like, you know, you just you can't be that fucking dumb. God damn. Like, it's a woman. You're a professional athlete, a football player at that. Like, you should not be even remotely physical unless she's coming at you with, you know, tire irons or, you know, a knife or something. Then you can actually, like, grab and subdue. I allow But, dude, she's got nothing. I don't give a shit if she's in your face talking shit. It doesn't matter. It's like Bill Burr says. You know, there's plenty of excuses to hit a woman. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. You know, and so Kareem hunts out. And, uh, you know, who knows for how long. uh, All of a sudden, there's another story surfacing about him beating up, you know, or throwing a on some dude in a parking lot, uh, you know, and whatever. So a suspension of six games could even be greater. Um, You know, it's tough. It's, It's hard for Kansas City. Although I think Spencer Ware is good. And I think he's going to, you know, maybe not do as well as Kareem Hunt, but I think Spencer Weller, he's legit. He's, he's not the same guy, obviously. Otherwise, he'd be starting. But, yeah, he is a dick. Exactly, Dino. Like, the dudes, someday dudes are going to learn not, not to hit a woman. Number two, there's cameras everywhere. Everywhere now. And if you're in a hotel, there's cameras everywhere, especially by the elevator. Just throwing it out there. Um, but Spencer Ware takes his place. He should do fine. I think, he, I think Kansas City's not really going to miss that much of a beat. Um, kind of like the Vikings last year when they lost Dalvin Cook. You know, I mean, the way Dalvin was playing, everybody was like, oh, that's tough. Latavius Murray comes in. And, I mean, he's, they're different backs, but Latavius Murray did really well last year. Uh, and so I think that's kind of how it's going to play out for Spencer Ware. I will say this. This is a real, real bad look for the NFL. Not, as, not like they haven't had a bad look in years past. I mean, it just showed its true colors the other day. But, you know, with the Redskins, uh, you know, claiming Reuben Foster off of waivers, who got, you know, arrested two weeks ago or whatever it was, or last week. You know, for the same shit, only it wasn't on camera, uh, you know. And so it, I w- it's unfortunate, but the NFL is a business, and it has been proven time and time again. If you are talented enough, 
If you are worthy of a spot on a roster, it doesn't matter what you do. It's proven with Kareem Hunt's going to get a job. He, Kareem Hunt's going to get a job. He might not. He ain't playing the rest of this year. There's no doubt. He's out. But he's going to be on a team next year. 100% guarantee he will be on a team next year. Leonard Little killed a guy. Killed a guy while driving drunk. Served 21 days in jail, which is a fucking joke. And then, not only that, but I don't know exactly how long after that, got another DUI. Guess what? The Rams kept him on the team, signed him to an extension, gave him a better contract than he did. The guy killed a guy. And they still were like, nah, he's, he's really good at rushing the passer. <laughs> I mean, I know he killed a guy, but he's really good at rushing the passer. So let's keep him. We got to keep him. The NFL is, is got such a bad look from this situation only because TMZ, TMZ, which is the best dirt digger there is, but the NFL knew what the fuck happened. They knew what, they know what's going on. They're not stupid. They wanted everything in their power to keep this video from surfacing. Everything. And, you know, TMZ was like, ah, we're going we're gonna to find it. We, are, we hear something, we're going to find the dirt, and that's all there is. And they did. And now the NFL looks like an idiot, like usual, but they don't care. That's the thing. They don't care. They're the NFL. They're a 12 to $15 billion business. They don't give a shit. We still watch. <laughs> we all still watch. You know, granted, would I like it if Ruben Foster didn't get claimed on waivers immediately by one of the shadiest franchises in the, in the league? Yeah. That'd be great, but guess what? My Vikings play the Patriots today, and guess who's going to be front and center watching? I hate to admit it. I'm not supporting women beaters. It's just the sport I love. I hate the fact that it's full of idiots. It's, it's, a, it's a real tough internal battle, but that's just the way it is. And, you know, the NFL knows it. And so they just, ah, you know, once in a while, they got some, you know, people who act a fool and, you know, and do stupid shit. And then they're like, ah, people will forget. And we do. And we do. And that's what happens. Um, how much time do I have? Seven minutes? Yeah, that's about right. That's good. That's good. Uh, so moving on, like I mentioned, Vikings, Patriots. Um, you know, this, I said it in the intro. Patriots are 50 and 4. If you want to correct me on that, have at it. It's something like that in December in Foxborough with Belichick and Brady. It is very, very difficult. I should go into a lot of depth in this game about, you know, this should happen, and if not, that's going to happen, and blah, blah, blah. This game is very simple. Very, very simple. All the Vikings have to do is look at Thursday night between Dallas and New Orleans. Granted, Dallas was at home, and if the game today was in Minneapolis, I would feel a lot more confident 
about it because the Vikings are very good at home and that home field advantage is true up in Minnesota. But even with it on the road, the Vikings have to emulate what Dallas did on Thursday. You need to get pressure on Brady. It has been shown thousands of times. Well, not thousands, but you know what I'm saying. That if you get pressure on Brady, especially up the middle, like they did on Breeze Thursday night, Dallas, then you disrupt everything. I mean, it's it's obviously it's more easier said than done, but that's how the Vikings will succeed today. And doing what Dallas did in controlling the clock. There was a lot of Ezekiel Elliott, and he did very, very good behind a, a really good offensive line, and the Vikings need to be able to control the clock. Do not get into a shootout with Tom Brady. I'm not the smartest dude in the world, but it's not that difficult. That is what has to happen today. You need to get pressure on Brady up the middle. You need a push from Sheldon Richardson, Tom Johnson, maybe Linval on the first and second down passes. Obviously, Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin need to do what they do. But that is how you're going to disrupt the Patriots on offense, who, by the way, activated Rex Burkhead today. A lot of people are like, oh, whatever. Rex Burkhead fits into that offense magically. They got Shoney Michelle. They got James White, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman. They've got a surplus of weapons that the Vikings, and honestly, I don't know. Uh, I want to check something here. Defensive inactives. Uh, I'm looking for, excuse me, uh, Xavier Rhodes. He's still questionable. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, obviously, if if Xavier Rhodes is out, that's tough. That's a tough loss, (laughs) obviously. Um, You know, but I, I will say this. Holton Hill has stepped up. And like I mentioned earlier with Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe, Tua and Jalen Hurts. The beauty of the NFL is that it's an even playing when it comes to physical attributes. I said this a thousand times. It's all a mental game when it comes to the NFL and pro sports in general. Holton Hill has looked all right. And I'm not saying he is going to usurp Xavier Rhodes if he plays really well today if Xavier Rhodes is out. But mentally is where you have to excel in the NFL and pro sports. You can get by on physical in, in college and down. Once it comes to the NFL and other pro sports, playing field is very level, and so therefore it's mental. And if you take advantage of your opportunity, like Brady did and like so many other have, the whole Wally Pip type of deal – then you have the opportunity to play. Trey Waynes, hopefully, hopefully, Holton Hill plays so well that my wish for Trey Waynes to get the fuck off the Vikings finally happens. That would be the greatest thing in the world. Come on, Holton Hill. Come on. Uh, but Vikings on offense need to slow it down. They need to do what Dallas did. Slow it down. Run. Don't run it the first play of the game. 
I am a huge, huge proponent of passing on the road on the first down, on the first play of the game. If you run it, you will you'll more times than not get stopped for a no gain or less. You feed the frenzy of the opposing crowd, the home crowd, and the defense. Play action pass to Rudolph. Take the seven, eight yards. Do it two times in a row. Whatever. Just don't run it. on. But please run it more times than you have been. You need to play time possession with Tom Brady, and you need to rush the passer. It's as easy as that. If the Vikings do that, they'll be in the game. If they don't, it could get ugly and ugly fast. Um, I got about 60 seconds left. I just want to touch real quick on uh, Lamar Jackson. I, I keep hearing all these goddamn things, and it just drives me nuts. Again, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I'm not. Lamar Jackson is not Deshaun Watson, all right? Deshaun Watson is a thrower, a pocket passer who has the ability to run. Lamar Jackson is a runner who doesn't throw the ball necessarily well. Can he improve on that? Remains to be seen. I truly believe Lamar Jackson will fail. Not wishing for him to fail. I just think he is going to fail. And I, all these comparisons, I just don't understand. It's just he's a running quarterback. You know, although Dak Prescott was too at Mississippi State, he was the Tebow, poor man's Tebow at Mississippi State, and he's doing all right. Um, so we'll see. Great Sunday night game. Chargers, Steelers in Pittsburgh. Ten seconds. Blog talk. I love you guys. Have a wonderful Sunday fun day. Uh, see you Tuesday night. Tough love is out. Drive fast. Take chances. Facebook Live.